This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric with me this morning. Random topic time. Eric, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm excited for our random topic. Yes, we uh, got together this morning. weren't exactly sure what to chat about, and so I, I, I broke out the Campfire Stories deck that young Ella got me for Christmas. It's a, it's a giant pack of cards with conversation prompts for, for hanging around campfires, because I'm a campfire kind of guy, and if I'm not listening to Grand Funk Railroad, I do like to tell some stories, <laughs> um, as Eric well knows. And Absolutely. So we're just cracking into this bad boy and seeing what we've got for good conversation. And the first one on, on the list here, top card, is an unexpected animal encounter. And I know the first, as soon as I saw that, there's a particular story that came to mind. Oh, yeah. You're aware of. Um, oh, very much. The, uh, the raccoon story. Yes. Uh, <laughs> to which... I mean, now I think of it, I don't know if there's a whole lot to it, but it was it was pretty wild. It would have been, what, three houses ago for you? Yeah, in the, <laughs> in the Eric Hersey timeline, it was definitely three houses. It was in my starter home, so to speak, yes. and now let yes. me paint the picture here. So it was just a little house. It's um, slightly in the country. So yeah. you would, you know, the little town of Rayland, Ohio, which has a Dairy Queen, and that might be it. <laughs> um, yeah. Car wash, car wash. So, yeah, I mean, if you go right, right. Off, right off the highway, then you can, uh, you take a, you know, a, a left and then you go into this little town, which has a couple little houses and it's, you know, but Rayland is mostly country, but you don't drive maybe five minutes. It's like one of the first country houses right. um, was my little, you know, little starter home. And from there we had, um, you know, just a little gravel driveway, you know, yep. where you could park maybe three cars. You know, two cars kind of like near the house, and then one was more like a fire pit area where you could park a third car. Uh, And around that, you know, obviously we had like a fire pit, and it was kind of like on a hillside right next to it where there were trees and weeds and everything, um, which weren't managed well because, I mean, it's a hillside, and it was kind of like off from the house. So that is is the setting of the house. I had a little front porch, you know, had a little – fence or you know the the normal fencing area thing that goes on your porch the gate yeah. right yeah um and uh yeah there's one other side door that went directly to the living room which we did not use much uh but that that that's just the setting because that will all this stuff will come into play yes as todd yes. explains what what exactly happened maybe why you were there who, who knows yeah because it was shortly after i returned back to ohio from florida yes. and you know, again, you and I really didn't hang out or even talk much until I came back into the into the valley. Yeah. Um, and so it was one of the times I'm like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hang out with Eric. And so and now that I think of it, I must have borrowed Crystal's car. Because um, I remember there, I remember there seems being right. a, a car involved, but I didn't have a car of my own until I got out here to Columbus, I think. So, yeah, I must have borrowed one crystal, crystal or Tim's you might car. Even, you might even borrowed Mom's car. For some reason, I Maybe. feel like it was, could be. Like, it it was, was yeah. like a Cavalier-ish, but I could, could be, be wrong. 
Who knows? Yeah, it was, There's it was a borrowed a car. car. And I came <laughs> I came over. Car. Yes. Yeah, I came over to hang. And I remember I had like uh, a bunch of Mountain Dew, I think, out in the car or, you know, something. And yeah, basically the, the parking situation, there was like a little little spot that you could like back into. That yeah. It was like parallel to the road and parallel to like the hillside. So I got out like on the hill side of the car. And I feel like it might have been a little damp and muddy-ish for whatever, for whatever that's worth. And, you know, we, we were over Visual hanging fact. out at your house, uh, you know, probably, you know, just futzing around, chatting, whatever. Uh, I remember Hunter being still a, a wee babe. I'm not even sure if he was, you know, really walking around or doing much mm. at that point. Very tough um, to say. Yeah. Uh, but we were hanging out, and there was a point where it was dark out, or getting dark. And I went out to the car to fetch something. I don't know if maybe I went out just to get, have a cigarette or to grab some dew or something out of the car. But uh, I got to the car. I'm rustling around and I get whatever it is I'm after. I'm done. And I close the door and there's some something <laughs> moving around like under the car sort of a deal that like freaked me the hell out. And I go running back towards the house. Now, here's here's the here's the weird thing. You and I are on the phone for some reason. So you must have either called me while you're on your way or back maybe, here to maybe, ask me something, or maybe you're I just arriving. It's maybe I just got there and I was and I was getting stuff out of the car. That I mean, this has been sure. what, thirteen years <laughs> ago. <laughs> a few um, times, yeah. It might well, have been that I was just getting there and I was getting stuff out of the car when this happened. Because you're right, I do remember being on the phone. Either way, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah I'm here, phone. man. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit! And, and, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and there was some commotion. There was yeah. a ton of commotion. While I'm on the phone, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And, you know, you, and I kind of look out of the window because in my kitchen, I was standing in my kitchen. There was a window that you could see the car. And right. I, I I imagine that there were like some hopping and jumping kind of like around. Yeah. And, and I don't believe you kind of like ran off. I don't remember like there being a scurrying to the thing, but more of a like of an alarm oh, where yeah. – where I was on the phone with you and I'm and I kind of probably go to the front porch and and I'm like, what the heck? What was that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's something something going on. And I remember coming up, coming up to the porch and us going inside. And I guess I'm a little hazy on exactly what what might have happened next. But I know at one point the raccoon or whatever, like decided it would be great to stalk us. Like well, we it wasn't it wasn't the main <laughs> raccoon. So I think what we what you what happened with you is you you bothered the mother or scared the mother away because it was a big thing that you were, yeah. you know, so yeah. you you kind of came in. You say, hey, yeah, there's a like raccoon, blah, blah, blah. And and I'm like, we go back outside, I think, to look at it. And at that point in time, the big one's gone. But there's a baby raccoon which kind of latches on and or sees you or what have you. Right. Right. And we either go inside or at this moment in time, it starts to chase us, meaning like attracts us. And and I'll let, right. let me just tell you that I am not a fan of needles. And my experience <laughs> with raccoons was our brother-in-law, Tim, once got bit by a raccoon while taking garbage out while I was working at Wendy's. And I just yeah. remember him having the tetanus shots, this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, firstly, I don't even think I have health insurance at this time. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I do not want to get bit by a raccoon, have to go to the emergency room, get tetanus shots, blah, blah, blah. Which right. that is what is primarily what terrifies me, right? 
Oh, yeah. Well, it's rabies, and I feel like rabies, they give you shots, like, in your stomach or something. Like, it's not yeah. even, like, normal shots. Like, they're an extra yeah. level of horror. Exactly. Yeah. So, mind you, I'm not necessarily scared so much of a baby raccoon or a raccoon, right? Right. Um, but I'm terrified of having to, you know, pay medical <laughs> bills. <laughs> I'm scared of the United States, you know, insurance coverage and so forth. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I'm terrified of. Uh, that's that's so, fair. So we're outside. I think we were just kind of scoping out the scene because you were like, hey, I think I just, you know, there's a giant raccoon there. And this is where I think Lauren remembers. Because I we get taught, we people talk about this story. Lauren and her dad talk about this story quite frequently. <laughs> yeah. At this point in time, this little baby raccoon starts chasing, like coming at us. And I think you yeah. and I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't expect a raccoon to just full on charger ass yeah like, that's not so, normal so what do we do we run to the door and i think it was like the maybe we even yelled shut the door shut the door or something like that because yeah. lauren lauren shut the door so that it didn't get in the house right and then we get up on the porch realizing that we're ca- we're we're um cornered right 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 and then we're kind of like let us in let us in but yet like <laughs> So, so I remember just jumping over the railing. Like yeah, I remember I, yeah. dive, going over the railing and maybe making it to the front door porch. I think like yeah. that's how we got in the house or the, uh, yeah. like the side door. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. kind of make it in and laughing, laughing. Oh and yeah. He, and here's the thing, Todd, I'm pretty sure I grabbed my camera when we went out to check it out. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a lot of this on tape, not all of it, it's like it's like almost oh, really? film style. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it's at, but some of it's on tape because I think we grabbed the camera to go get the big raccoon on camera. Because okay. at this point in time, it, my, I bought like a handheld camera. This is before cell phones were very prevalent. And right. I was trying I was just capturing anything and everything. I taped a lot of stuff like dad would back in the day. And right. of course, we have a raccoon in our backyard. I, of course, and I want to see this. And I right. but but it's almost like horror film where we start running <laughs> and start screaming for our lives. <laughs> And the camera shaking, um, in which, of course, like Lauren's scared to death, you know, and <laughs> like it, she's not sure what's going on. Like we're actually getting attacked by like a giant raccoon. Um, oh, yeah. But we make it inside. And, and do you well, do you recall what what the big deal is like while we're just kind of chilling inside? Like, oh, yeah, we're we're inside, you know, recovering from all this. And. I seem to recall two things. One, there was some sort of weird noise that the mm-hmm. thing was making outside. Yeah, yeah. And and I can't remember if it was like a shriek or a squeal or whatever, but there was a very definite, this is not a normal animal noise. Yeah. This raccoon is making some god-awful whatever. That was one thing. And the other thing was I remember it like climbing up the side of your house and the windows and the door and like us looking out the window and it's like, clinging to the screen or whatever oh, it's like looking through the window at us and we got freaked the fuck out oh yeah uh. <laughs> yeah that was um yeah it was absolutely and i definitely know this is where i definitely have videos of this raccoon looking in to our you know you know your normal standard door has like the windows at the top right you know like the three right. little window things yeah. it's straight up hanging on the side looking in that window at us um which yeah. That is stalker, stalker raccoon for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah that 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 was that was a level of uh, commitment that I was not expecting uh, from that raccoon. Um, yeah. So that that just freaked us out even further, and I believe 
at one point we're kind of like, well, what the hell do you do here? And you're like, well, I'm gonna call my father-in-law. <laughs> oh yeah. What to do. And he, well, he took uh, care of business. He basically yeah, got the, yeah. he got the raccoon away and, and made sure that we weren't bothered by the raccoon, um, yeah. which was good because I mean, number one, yeah, no, I, like you said, I'm scared to death to get bit by one. Like, I mean, the fact is you can go out there with like a net or maybe like a hockey stick and just kind of shoo them away. Right. Uh, but I'm like, I don't want this thing attacking me. I've seen like rabid raccoons like and that's just not cool. And I don't know where the mother went. But at that point in time, this raccoon thought Todd was the mother. Yeah. And, that's... and that raccoon was bound and determined to get back to you. That's not uh, how we're playing this game now. Yeah. No, no. So that is I mean, essentially, that is the most wild encounter that I can recall as soon as you said that, like that's the, the shared memory I have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely a big, big one. I guess. Have you had any other run-ins with one? Well, um, well, uh, that's, well, that's kind of what I'm asking you. I will call, I'll tell this really brief story. The one time a deer hit me, <laughs> I'm driving. Yes, I'm driving. It's, uh, and it's a brief story. There's not much to it. It's just fun. I had my 1986 Dodge Omni. You know, my my silver uh, Omni and it was my first car and so forth. And I'm driving up this hill in Martin's Ferry. And sure enough, as I drive up this hill, this deer just comes flying out of the weeds (laughs) and just goes face first into the 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 driver, the backseat driver window or like and just goes boom. And then no, I just keep going. And the deer just kind of like shakes it off and keeps rolling and running. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I've never. I, yeah, I've heard a lot of people hitting deer, but this deer straight up hit me, um, and not enough damage was done to do anything. But then again, it was a 1986 Dodge Omni in the year 2002 or three, so it's not like I was really worried about body damage. Right. Um, right. But nonetheless, that was the that was a nice encounter. That's the only time I've had any run in with like a deer, which is yeah pretty amazing considering I lived in second iteration of house. I lived another. 10 miles up the road, which was there definitely was out in the country. Yeah. There like, was deer everywhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to this day, I now live in another house where there is just straight up deer everywhere. And I will tell you right now, Rayland deer and wheeling deer, two different species. Oh, really? What, what's oh, yeah. the distinction between uh, Rayland and wheeling deer? Oh, Rayland, Rayland deer are introverts. Rayland deer don't come out often. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, like they, okay. they kind of avoid, you know, being seen and being heard and, and all that jazz. You'll see them, but you don't, you know, they come out of nowhere. And if you come across them, it's by accident. You know, it's Whereas, like you accidentally counter, encountered like a, an introvert in a party. And they're right. kind of like there with their chips, kind of like awkwardly wanting to leave and not knowing what to do. Yeah. Um, but your your wheeling deer are more cosmopolitan. Uh, wheeling deer um, are absolutely. <laughs> and I don't know if they should be. They're very mangy looking sometimes. Okay. Um, but but at Ogilvy, you know, the the wonderful park that we have here. Right. Uh, I mean, they're everywhere and people feed them and they'll come up to you like expecting you oh. to like like the ducks, like, you know, <laughs> They'll okay, just kind of yeah. hang out. You drive, and they'll see your car, and they'll be like, "Yep, I'm just gonna keep walking. No problem here. How you doing? Look at this. Take some pictures <laughs> if you'd like." Oh, I'm driving. We're we go on a little hike the other day, and there's just two random deer just kind of laying down in the field. No problem. Like not a chance in hell, the Rayland deer would even let you see them. You know. Oh yeah. But these wheeling, they're so accustomed to seeing people that it's just second nature. Just like yeah, these guys aren't doing anything. You know. 
this is what we do. This is our territory. And that goes for almost anywhere in Wheeling. It just seems like they just kind of stroll around. And it must be the population, you know? I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so I come across deer all the freaking time now. There's no yeah. issues there, you know? Huh. None of them have hit your car, though. They're not that ballsy. They're not, you know, taking I aim on you. No, no, I'm I'm pretty cautious nowadays. You know, like the one, you don't want to have to deal with a car, or, you know, a, a, an accident hitting a deer, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's, that's fair. I mean, I, essentially, I try to avoid all car accidents with I, I do not want animal encounters with my car let's just put it that way no that's yeah that's that's best avoided well no i was just thinking you know animal encounters on my end and what that might be and you'd think with us you know doing doing the camping trips and going yeah. across the country that there would be all sorts of animal stories but there really aren't like for the most part like i mean you see wildlife you go into the parks and you can see things at a distance and whatever but there's there's not like like, I have never seen a bear, like, outside of, like, a zoo context. Well, that's kind of good. I feel like, I feel, well, no, I, I think that's very good. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we've gone camping in places where it's bear country, and they're, like, bear, uh, bear boxes where you, you know, need to put your food and whatever, and, like, they're very, well, keep a lookout for bears. And, like, I feel like the girls may have seen a bear, like, a quick glimpse of a bear at one sure. point, but I was driving, and so I missed it, uh... sort of a deal. Which I guess could get me on a whole strain about, you know, mythical beasts that I'm not sure actually exist. Like, I know bears exist, for real. You know, I haven't seen any in the wild, but I know they're real. I'm pretty sure that mountain goats are a myth. Because we've been so many places where there should have been, like, mountain goats, like, all over the place. None. Nothing. Nada. Like, at the height of the season where you should have seen mountain goats all over, you know, National Park X. Nothing. Um, so Abby and I just decided that they're they're it's a myth, they're they're not real. And then I, I can believe that. I've never we seen spent, a mountain goat, so yeah, you know I, we went, I can't disprove you. Yeah, we we did a whole a whole vacation one time where we trekked up to Maine and camped our way up and down uh, okay. you know, the the New England states or whatever, which again puts us in the yeah moose that that's not a real thing. That's 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 a fun thing to put on signs. Um, and for people to talk about, but I'm, I'm not sure they exist because again, you, I'm told if you're up in like Maine and up in that area, like you can't, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a moose. Nope. Wrong. And you, you were not able to see a single moose. Nope. Nope. That's yeah. Would have have loved to, but nope. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be like one of the better encounters. I would love to see a moose. I hear they're huge. Oh, that's but, what I'm led to believe, but I, I I think I think that's just that's just the stories, Eric. It's the legends. They well, get bigger. I mean, they get bigger the more you tell the story. Now let me ask you this though. All right, here's <laughs> the deal. It's like I've seen a mountain goat at like a Cabela's, like a stuffed one. Right. Which is not enough. That's that's not enough, right? Uh, that's that's um, industrial light and magic at work. Absolutely. But a moose, <laughs> on the other hand, I feel like I probably have seen a moose somewhere. Have you? I've seen him. I've seen there was there was a uh, there was a restaurant here in Columbus called the Spaghetti Warehouse. Yes, that was that was in an old warehouse, and in their front, like, it was you know one of those things that's decorated with just a mishmash of everything kind okay. of deal. Yeah, and in their front like waiting area, there was a stuffed moose head that uh, had seen better out. days. And again, but again, like yeah, you know, stuffed. 
stuff. That's not that doesn't Jim, necessarily count. Jim Henson it? and his his people could have easily made this, um, and no one yeah. would have been the wiser. Um, yeah. Well, that's well. You know, now I now I have to seek out these two things in like real yeah. life. Um, they might if not you... exist in the wild anymore. Or they, well, that's you know, they... that's yeah. Like yeah, like I just expected I would have seen like. I've been in areas where, like, yes, this region is lousy with moose and or mountain goats. Like, you can't not see them. Well, apparently I can not see them because I didn't. Um, yeah, now, that's um, that's uh, that's sad because I'd love yeah. I'd love to hear a moose oh, encounter. I would have I would have loved I would have loved to have seen any or all of that. Like, it would have been great. Now, on the other side, you know, there there has been a lot of wildlife we have seen buffalo and bison seen a lot of them. Ooh, like you're, ooh, that'd like you're, be nice. Like you're driving through and there's like a herd and they're like on the road. Like you oh, like, really? Yeah. There's been points where traffic has been backed up because <laughs> we're waiting for the bison to just pass through. Um or there's been area times where they like have been sharing the road with you and you're going like five miles per hour and there's a bison, you know, six feet away from your car. <laughs> um and that's been pretty cool. I think so. I it's, think that's pretty darn cool. It's remarkable to me how stupid people are. Wow. Because, like, when you're in these parks, they're like, you know, there's wildlife. You know, you're sharing the road with buffalo or whatever. And they say, drive slowly. Don't whatever. Keep your windows up. Don't get out of your car. They're wild animals. You don't know what the hell they're going to do. And yet, people are pulled over and trying to pet the things and got their hands out the window. And I'm like, you, you might people lose are going to get what you, what you deserve, I guess, is basically my, like, you guys are dumb. You should not be yeah. doing this. Um, yeah. But, you know, from inside the car with the windows up, it's cool to see them up close. You know. Um, yeah. There was another t- There was another time. I can't remember which park it was. All I know is it was it was me, Abby, and the girls. And the girls were young. Like, like real young. And we were driving through. And there were a bunch of uh, wild burrows. So, you know, donkey Goats? creatures. Oh, okay. Donkeys, yeah. okay. And they were pretty chill, and there were a bunch of folks who who were, again, out of their cars and trying to, you know, approach them or whatever. And we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. But we did have the windows down just because it was a little warm, and so you could see a little better. And, you know, we're there. And I think we were, like, at a, at a halt because traffic had halted because everybody's, you know, going slow and stopping or whatever. Sure. And the next thing we know, Lily was in the driver's side passenger seat, so, like, right behind me. And she's got her window open, and next thing she, you know, there's this burrow head, like, hanging out right there next to her. And you're like, whoa, okay, hello. And the burrow, like, sticks his head in, and she had some little plastic, I can't remember if it was a flower or a butterfly, some little toy on her lap. That okay. the burrow just pops his head in and just, and just, like, nips out of her lap. Like, just pops it in its mouth. And... You know, Lily freaks like there is a hilarious <laughs> sequence of photos that, you know, Abby, Abby had her camera handy. And, you know, the one picture, it's it's Lily sitting there and the burrows in the window and Lily's kind of looking up at it. And then, like, the next shot is like an action shot of the burrows head coming in and Lily looks terrified. The next shot, Lily is out of picture and the burrows, you know, head is buried down into the thing. Um, like it's, it's a hilarious action sequence of what went down. Probably not very fun for Lily. Oh no, Lily was traumatized. Lily, Lily, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't have anything to do with burrows at this point. I can Um, imagine. But, you know, we probably shouldn't have had the windows open. Uh, you know, like 
and I'm glad that she wasn't actually bitten herself. But yeah, it grabbed the thing, kind of chewed on it, and then spit it back out into the car. And then, well, like, I'm there, like, what do you do? Like, I can't drive away. You know, I can't put the no. window up because the burrow's no. head is in there. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, what do we do? And, like, eventually it got its head out, and we put the window up, and everyone recovered. You know, we all lived happily ever after. But that was probably the biggest animal encounter, you know, that's in the good, wild, that's a pretty good, doing the camping piece. Yeah. Um, that's a good encounter, though. That's solid. Yeah. I'm sure I'm yeah. sure after this airs, you know, uh, executive producer Abby will fact check and, and probably rattle off three or four other animal things that have happened that I've just forgotten all about. But well, those, those are the big those are the big ones that come to mind. That's yeah, that's life. Yeah. Uh, you were mentioning different animals you've seen and stuff like that. And I don't know if I've ever told you about Uptown and Downtown Fox. <laughs> oh no what is <laughs> do tell all right. all right so we're well, this is a combination of both old Rayland houses so i kind of already laid okay. out the 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 how do you get to the little house or the the first house is just kind of you know maybe five minutes off the highway and then we right. talked about the other one is about a 10 15 minutes up the highway right, right. and right. i mean i don't know todd how many times have you seen a fox in your life in the wild oh i'm not sure that i have seen an actual fox okay, in the wild. Good. That, like that's maybe kind of once. the correct answer there. Right. Uh, like, yeah, I'm, no. I'm hoping you weren't like, yeah, I got a fox every day. Because uh, to, <laughs> to me, to me, it was kind of, you know, it's kind of a rare occasion to see a fox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I honestly don't know that I've ever seen a fox in the wild. So, so if you saw a fox at the bottom of the hill, right? Right. And then you saw a fox at the top of the hill, you would almost imagine those are different foxes, right? Oh yeah. Like from your old house to your other house, yeah, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. Like, okay, well, like, it's, yeah, that was so, a 10 minute drive at 40, 40 miles an hour up a so, giant hill. Like, yeah, there's no way that's the same fox. Okay, so, so what would happen is that we would drive, um, we would drive home. Now, we weren't living in the old house, we're living in the new house by this point in time, but we passed it, right? right. So, we would see, you know, monthly a fox run up across the street somewhere around there towards the bottom of the hill and okay. always be oh, there look at it's the fox you know no issues there it was just a fox at that point in time okay but then slowly but surely through the year we would then start seeing a fox kind of run around towards the top of the hill and okay and we're like well, you know the big question was is this the same fox because you don't see a lot of fox you know you know i mean assume that if there's one fox there has to be a family somewhere more than likely, but, but nonetheless, yeah. that's probably still a different family or so forth. Right. So that is when we started deeming them uptown Fox and downtown Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when we saw the Fox, I mean, it, it would become almost normal now that we just, you know, um, would either talk about seeing uptown Fox, um, or downtown Fox or, and, or just kind of like, Oh, look, Hey, uptown Fox, you know, and, <laughs> And of course, it, it, it to me it always you know goes into like a Billy Joel song, Uptown Fox. Uh, oh yeah, as no, to that's, Uptown Girl, which that's is immediately what I heard in my brain. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, you, I'm a, you, you do what you like, but that's what comes to mind for me. Well, that's kind of how it worked for me. But those were you know seeing foxes is pretty fun, and oh, yeah. especially when now we have a family of them. And you know the sad thing is you know I don't know if they still exist. I don't know if Uptown Fox, Downtown Fox. Um, and every now and then you'll see a fox like on a different side. Like there's two ways to get to my house. There was another road, and uh, I believe we saw a fox there once. And I'm not sure if it was uptown or downtown or a wholly different, you know, a totally different fox, you know. Um, right. 
So either way, it's always fun to see a fox. Um, it's even it's better to see a fox. My favorite fox encounter was at the Magic Kingdom when they brought out Robin Hood for a special anniversary uh, meet and greet. That was my favorite fox encounter. That's, I actually that, geeked out. I really did geek out like a little child. That's <laughs> Ab- Abby and I just watched uh, Robin Hood the other day. Oh, it's it's good. It's 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 a classic. It it holds up. I think. Yeah, I would be. I met Little John and um, and Robin Hood in Main Street, USA, um, and Little John was a massive, massive bear. So there's my bear encounter. There's my fox encounter for you, Todd. Very nice. Excellent. Um, any other any other notable uh, animal <laughs> encounters that you can you can think of? I mean, I guess I've seen a lot of gators in the wild when I lived Ooh. in Florida, but there weren't really encounters. Okay. I mean, like out in the wild and like close enough to where it's like, oh shit, this this could get real at any moment. I'm gonna quietly edge my way the hell away from this. Sure. Sort of a deal. But yeah, nothing nothing ever happened, so I don't know how noteworthy that actually is. <laughs> I mean, well, if you live in if you live in Florida near the you know, whatever, you're gonna see gators. You know, it's kinda yeah. like it's kinda like living in Ohio and yeah, I saw a deer. Okay, and like that's that's kind of how that is. It yeah. seems exotic up here in Ohio to have been, you know, within literal spitting distance of a gator. But down there, that wasn't really anything to get real excited about. All right. Uh, so th- this actually came up when I was seeing the, the deer that were just kind of hanging out the other day. All right. And this will take us in a small little voyage. You know, we might need to shelf it for another another okay. episode. But okay. uh, so I was thinking, all right, that someone like myself is not amused by a deer. Right. But right. if it was the first time you saw a deer, you would probably stop and take pictures of it. Because I'm like, if that deer was a giraffe, oh yeah, we we would stop and take pictures, right? Yeah. 100%. So, so there were a couple questions that really spurred off here: is how many times do you have to see something where it no longer becomes like a vanity or like a an amusement. You know, because I'm like, I didn't even, I mean, I slowed down. I still said, oh, look, a deer. So it still has some, like, a a small amount of, like, you know, pointed out. But, like, never do I drive by and say, oh, look, there's some dandelions. You know, like, they're just. Yeah, yeah. Like, at what point does something become so commonplace that you just don't even pay attention or care anymore? Sure. You know, like, I'm not impressed with crows. You know, obviously, I'm impressed by foxes. Yeah. You know? You know, well, and, like, I guess, and I guess where is that line? So, okay, so like your average miscellaneous bird that you see, you know, out in the country, yeah, whatever. Do you get excited when you see, say, a robin? Because they're easily identified with the, the red chest situation. Do those, do you make note of those? Or is like, yeah, whatever, I don't think robins. so. I don't think so. I think a cardinal and a blue jay would be. Um, those were going to be the next two, because I feel like that's the next tier of, you know, slightly more rare and fancier um where 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 do you fall on that are those noteworthy do you call the children and go hey kids look a blue jay i don't think i would call the kids i think i would point it out right okay um, i think i would say hey look over there it's a blue jay or robin or not a robin a blue jay or cardinal i think both cardinal. of those would be noteworthy yeah so i don't know do you, do you have a lot of squirrel activity Oh, language. so much, so much. I, okay. Squirrels are now where squirrels were probably prevalent if I saw them in a park or whatever or at the old house because we didn't see enough. I see right. I see two or three squirrels every day 
here. So yeah. I don't even think of them. I just try to avoid hitting them by the, you know, by a car, you know, they're always yeah. running across the street. How about raccoons? Are there many uh, raccoons in your, in your new, your new place? Uh, that there are, but we don't see them as much. I definitely see their footprints every now and then they'll try to get in the garbage. Um, right. If I saw a raccoon with the kids, I might point it out. Yeah, I probably still point out, hey, look at that raccoon over there. I still point out the deer to the kids, but that's just because they're kids, right. you know. Um, right. Maybe I'm just trying to find conver- conversation, try to, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So that's the case. But I'm not impressed. I would not go yeah. out of my way to slow down. If it's a Eric Hersey slow down and look at the thing, we're not doing that for nearly any of them right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that, what that, what that would be. Well, like, yeah, squirrels, squirrels wouldn't phase me. Your average birds, but if I saw a blue jay or a cardinal, I would like, hey, Abby, check that out. Um, yeah, geese, geese do no. not impress me. No, um, I, you know, if we had if we had Abby on the animal encounter thing, she could tell you about the numerous times she's been attacked by geese. Yeah, um, I've heard those. We'll have to bring yeah. her on for a special special episode. There you go. The geese attack. That's very dramatic music. They've they've got it out for her. I don't know what uh, it is, but they there's something about you know I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's there's like if I were to, if I were to see a bear or a mountain goat or or a moose, that would be bring out the camera, point it out to the kids. That's definitely a thing that's happening. Random deer, like I guess because we live in the city, like if we're driving somewhere and see a deer, often we'll be like, hey, look, a deer. Because it's not yeah. as commonplace as it probably sure. is when you, you know, have them walking through your yard. <laughs> you know. Well, yes, and this is, and this is where the the other point that kind of came up for me was a matter of like, all right, so deer, when if you're in Africa, a giraffe or a zebra or whatever would be the same as like a deer. So when we go to like the zoos and stuff like that, and we're all amazed right. by these certain animals and stuff like that, right? It, these animals are probably not anything special to many people across the world you know which yeah, is interesting yeah which is yeah. slightly interesting cool well i think that i think that kind of wraps up animal encounters for us at least for now if you know, i think we, so if you want to come back to that at some point in the future we certainly can uh, no that was that was that was a good conversation being uh, you know terrified and haunted and stalked by uh by raccoons sure and uh having things been eaten by uh wild burrows um uh, was it Uptown Fox and Downtown Fox? Absolutely. Very nice. Very nice. Get a little Billy Joel action going on in the Fox world. So good good times, Eric. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, listeners, for hanging in there with us. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Now, this is where my brain goes, of course. So then I'm thinking, all right, in the Star Wars universe. Okay. All right.
the fact is there's a whole bunch of different species. So like right now, if you and I were walking down the street or whatever, and we'd see any of the Star Wars species, we would absolutely be like, oh my goodness, look at that. Which oh, is yeah. probably not right because, you know, it would be almost as the same as like picking a different ethnicity or whatever. Right. You know, yeah. um, but in the Star Wars world, what species would have you completely like turn your head saying, oh, my God, we just saw a Tuscan Raider or, you know, like. Well, I mean, any of them, like you said, because, you know, that that would imply, oh, shit, act, actual aliens, you know, like. Well, I no, think no for us, but we're just would. saying, let's say we're in Star Wars. Because oh, like, you, you, like. You're Luke Skywalker, you're hot or, or equivalent. Like you've grown up in the universe, you know that. So we know aliens. that these yes, yes. Yeah. just um, like a deer. Like the fact is, I mean, when you first see any of the like new species the first time, you're probably like, Oh, look at that. Just as yeah. if you and I saw a moose or uh, you know, a mountain goat, we'd be really excited about that because we didn't know they existed, right? We've heard right. the stories. Right, right. Um, so I imagine like through time, you know, there's there's very prevalent, like, yeah, I've seen a, a Twi'lek and and yeah, I feel like uh, Twi'leks are, are so common throughout the universe. No one's likely to bat an eye, you know, unless well, it's I mean, your first, first time, time out and about. You're right. But like, yeah, but like if you've and then been Jawas in any kind now, of now, you're like, well, I've seen Jawas, you know. I've if, if if you're on Tatooine, like if well, you're off Tatooine and you saw Jawas, that might still be intriguing to you. Maybe, maybe. So like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Number one, the first species, because we don't even know what it is. The number one species that you'd be intrigued by would be a Yoda. Oh, yeah. No, that, if that you was, saw that was a Yoda a, in the I, wild. Yes. Like, hmm, what is this? Well, sure. Agreed. And most people wouldn't even know what that is. I mean, I'm sure, you know, they have good technology. So it's not like, um, you know, they don't have databases of that. For Christ's sake, they had that giant database of the stars or whatever. So, right. I mean, they, they're very much aware that these things exist. But I don't even know if Yoda would be, like, in a database. There's so few of them, right? I, that's the thing. It's shrouded mystery. We don't know. We uh, don't know. No clue. Like he's Which one, makes it's it one very the, interesting. Yeah. No, it's one of the rare species they haven't given a name and a backstory to. Um, and I think that is what makes it so compelling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, um, well done. No, what so other... whatever that is, I, I feel like unless you were, you grew up amongst them, I feel like any place where you came across a Wookiee, that would be noteworthy just because they're, they're giant. Are they, are they like, like not around though? I mean, like they don't travel much or they're, you know, you don't see many. I mean, I don't, we've only I don't seen know two or three I, in I don't the know wild. that they do because if you're, if you, if you're looking at prequel era, like there's a whole bunch of them on their, their planet, you know, defending it. But I don't, I don't never, didn't you ever really got the impression that they were out and about in the world too terribly much. And if you're looking at the empire time frame, like they were largely enslaved and not able to run free. Mm. So yeah, I don't know that you'd see them that often. And so I feel like if, when you did, that would be something of an event. I, well, I can agree with that. I think an Ewok would be super difficult to see. Oh yeah. Like pr prior to the battle of Endor, I don't know that they ever got off world. Well, did that, would they, I mean, they got off world after Endor. I mean, just because they, knew I mean, people now knew they existed. Yeah. You know, there would have been the op opportunity for them to. Yeah. Um, you know. But you still don't see any Ewoks in any movies anywhere, right? No, Besides their no. own, you know, their own movies, which are all based off Endor. So yeah. we won't give them credit I mean, for that. They went, they went back to Endor in the last movie where they went to go look at the, the wreckage of the Death Star. And yeah. you didn't see any Ewoks. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I think that would be a really, really, I mean, truth be, if you saw a hut. And Hutt, are, yeah, uh, Hutt, 
a hut would definitely turn your turn your head. You definitely uh, take. And you don't on see a one. lot of those. You don't see no. a lot of huts. Um, and they'd be hard to miss. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be definite one that I would agree that those would be the. You know, if you're a normal Star Wars person. Right. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of others. Oh. That are out there. Oh yeah. Well, and I think it all depends on where you are and what's in that area and who's who's doing, you know, local trade and whatnot. Um, but I feel like no matter what, huts and Wookiees are probably rare enough to stick out as as an anomaly pretty much no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah. And I and I mean, I would assume, you know, the almost all the stuff we kind of saw in the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett, like the uh, uh, what are they? I always say it wrong and you're going to correct me. Is it Rod- Rodian? <laughs> yeah, Rodians. Rodians seem okay. pretty common. They're pretty common. Uh, um, like the Oxalis have Aqualish. become pretty pretty common. Yeah. The, and here's another one: Trandoshians. Trandoshans. Trandoshans. They're, there you they're go. pretty. They're pretty common. Yeah, you see um, them quite frequently. Um, obviously, the Tuscan Raiders for us are are normal, but I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe that they're pretty prevalent. Are they? I mean, I mean, they're they're just on Tatooine. Yeah, so they're like definitely the, the not. only reason they 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 they're they're so you know common to us is that you know the Star Wars franchise just can't seem to get its ass off of Tatooine, uh, <laughs> you know. Otherwise, yeah, you, the, those wouldn't necessarily be that notable. So there's probably a lot of creatures. Oh, <laughs> that we would we would um, as a normal Star Wars person who's lived and traveled around the galaxy and stuff would still be turning our heads and saying, "Oh, oh yeah. look at that thing." And do you think that would be rude? I mean, there's so like here in 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 on planet Earth, we have different ethnicities, and I feel that that would be rude. But there's like thousands of species in the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I I mean, I guess it depends on you know all those different species. You know, cultural norms really is is what that would be like. Me personally, if I were to, you know, travel to some planet and be walking down the street and, you know, let's say it's you and you and me, we, uh-huh. we find ourselves a freighter, we skip off to, to planet X and we're walking around the marketplace trying to, you know, buy blasters and, you know, blue milk, whatever. And we're like the only two humans around and we're getting a bunch of looks like I don't know that it would bother me. Like, I feel like in that context, we be like, yeah, I'm, I'm an oddity. Yeah, check me out. Like, if you're not, you know trying to do me any harm or whatever eh, whatever yeah i kind of feel <laughs> I don't like know you'd almost it, be... i don't know that it would bother me and i feel like there's probably enough variation out there that that's probably common but i imagine there's probably also folks who are like super protective and secluded and don't want to be stared at like i imagine it cuts both ways you yeah know? yeah well, if I, it were I... if it were an earth type situation the earth nowadays is such that I don't think it'd be surprising to anybody to see any other type of person. But, you know, if somehow you airdropped me into the, the heart of Africa and I came across some tribe that I was the first white person they ever saw, I don't know that I'd stress it that much <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because well. I would know, okay, you guys haven't encountered me before. It's not like personal. I'm a, I'm a freak to you. Okay. Check me out. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I don't know that that would bother me. But then sure. again, I can't speak for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, very interesting. And that that is essentially what the deer laying in the field had me start <laughs> thinking gotcha. is, 
it, and that's really where it all spawned. So, I mean, this is a little mini episode or a post credit for you because <laughs> at this point in time, it was spoiling Star Wars, different creatures that we would actually be amazed by. Yeah. So all good, all fantastic. Um, but nonetheless, I think that that does it for me with with contemplating the Star Wars creatures. Yeah, that's some, that's some good bonus content. There you go. Good, good deal.